0: I can easily watch movies that don't have my politics at all but once they start getting close to it it, it enrages me for some reason because it's it's, it's not like, real.
1: Like movies with liberal politics where it's like some of the ideas are it's like, it's progressive like but, rad, but then
0: that that yeah. rad lib shit, you know. But uh I feel like in in recent memory, sorry to bother you is one that just like oh yeah yeah for sure you know lit a fire under my belly. I absolutely love that movie. I watched it like five times, still a huge fan. And and in going to the menu, I was already like, don't worry about it, Charles. Like it's going to be okay. You know, it, it's just a movie. Have fun. You know, you got your boy. You know, Ray finds fucking. He's the best. He's great. I can look at his face all fucking day.
2: The other night I said it was Liam Neeson. Is yeah. Example of oh, a silly mistake <laughs> I made. Classic <laughs> blunder. Is
0: that going to fit everyone?
1: Ah, easily. 12 customers total.
0: How do they turn a profit?
1: 12.50 a head. That's how. What are we eating a Rolex? Welcome to Hawthorne. Here we are family. Yes, we harvest, we ferment, we gel. They gel. We gel. He's not just a chef he's a
2: storyteller the game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is going to be you won't know till the end
0: yeah i really really had a great time with this movie
1: yeah i went into it expecting to dislike it and with this mentality that like i have all this work to do and charles is making me go to the movies and five minutes in i was like i think i probably like this what's happening here the edible (laughs) kicked in that's true I mean, anyone
0: who has ever, like, regardless of your fucking politics, you can be the biggest MAGA head in the world. If you fucking worked in a restaurant or in customer service long enough, this is a movie that you will absolutely identify with on a very base level. Because one thing that I remember, when I started getting more, like, politically minded at the pizza shop, I was always so confused by how many of the waiters and and bussers and what have you They didn't hate our bosses, they just hated the customers. They hated the customers uh-huh. so much, and I think that's because they saw the class dynamic not with the bosses, but with the customers. That's were, a
2: really good point. Yeah, the restaurants I've worked in, that's usually the case. Yeah, and they it, hate the customers more than the bosses. And it always just like infuriated me. It's they, like, often people love the restaurant and hate the customers. Yes, and I think that's because they
0: see their bosses also. Like, I mean, their bosses are pissing on them, uh-huh. but like the customers are the biggest enemy there. Right, you know? right. They're the ones who have you by like the you throat- have more contact there. with them and yeah so it's more annoying and yeah. more stressful so like that is where i think like the class dynamic is in restaurants mm-hmm. or, or where it's most obvious that's a great point yeah and and this movie really really hits on that in a way yeah, that yeah. i think and doesn't even have to be restaurants you can see it if you work in fucking retail mm-hmm. well
1: I, I was gonna say that that was very much my experience working at whole foods like it was a dumb job that i had in my early 20s but almost everyone I knew who worked there, there was this sense that you like everyone fucking hated the customers. And there were some customers who I think must've been service industry people because they would make comments to us. Like these people are terrible, Yeah, but nobody hated the bosses. Yeah. And And they were the ones who are underpaying all of us.
0: Exactly. And I, but I think it's, it's, it's the customers who you have to constantly be performing for. And like, and it, it really, like, it, it sucks the life out of you, even if you, if you enjoy the thing, which what the movie dealt with, where there's this, you know, guy who was very passionate about food and over time constantly serving this class of people who could never be satisfied ever, you know, it, it, it's, I don't know, I, I, I really, I really liked the movie. It, it, was, it was really nice to see that sort of thing done in such a, uh, like, easy to identify with way.
2: You know, when I saw the trailer, I always had something rattling around in my head. It's like, what if a tasting menu was purely cruel to the customer? Yes. And would they even notice? And I, I started even like writing out some ideas for this. So, <laughs> so this is a movie <laughs> they that's stole like... your
0: fucking idea.
2: Literally my idea. I got to see it. And I hope that there would be some class element to it. Uh, and, you know, with, with Sorry to Bother You, that's an example of a, a communist artist. He's actually a musician, Boots Riley who had this opportunity to make a movie and he just tried to, to cram everything into like yeah. an hour and 40 minutes and he did the best he could. And I love that he crammed everything into it. I went into it knowing like the politics of this guy and, You know, so there's like a strike, and there's you know Jeff Bezos, and there's there's so much going on. With this, it's like very refreshing that there was this class element, and I don't think it you know worked out in the way that Triangle Sadness did, where I think they were trying to be very meticulous about how class and gender and catastrophe and all this stuff relate. This was like a bit more vulgar, but just the fact that class was acknowledged as like the central flux of the conflict was you know, really entertaining to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, they constantly give you the choice of, like, which side are you on.
1: So, this might sound kind of weird, and I didn't expect to have these feelings, but it was, like, weirdly kind of triggering for me because...